David Lee Roth. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to the 50th episode of the We Only Do One Take podcast. We made it. We, we made, made it. it. We have a dog in the audience somehow. I don't know how she's doing that, but we made it. 50th, 50th episode of the We Only Do One Take podcast. It is the only show that for 50 episodes has been a complete shit show. With me, as always, is my co-host, my CEO, and the man who puts the fun in Fundamentalist Christian... <laughs> Kieran. <laughs> and tonight's episode is proudly brought to you by Funfields. <laughs> the best adventure park in North Victoria. Sadly, not in Watsonia. And with us today for our 50th episode. Our special 50th our episode. Specialist, our specialist. Our special 50th episode uh, is the lovely, the fantastic, the recurring guest. And it's Jess back on the mic. How are you, Jess? I'm well. How are oh. you guys? <laughs> How many times have you been on, Jess? I don't know. I don't know. Was you a fan favourite? More than Niall? Fan favourite. Yeah, self-professed fan favourite. <laughs> I don't know if I have been on more than Niall, but I've definitely helped out yep. more so. I've been behind the scenes. Mm. I've been here. I've She's the bouncing spirit. Stuff. She's the bouncing board for all my jokes. So if jokes land here, yeah. that's usually because she's heard about ten other jokes that are, are yeah. way worse. <laughs> and it made this episode really, really hard because I had all these jokes and I'm like, oh wait, you're coming on the show and I couldn't test them on oh, her. Oh right. Mm. So when you bomb out today. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is my <laughs> final episode. I'm going out with the with the worst jokes I have, just like the fun and fundamentalist joke which I just wrote. Right that now. was a good one. Thank I'm you. I'm sure That's you just one. Googled it. Just let you know that. I was waiting for the narcolepsy joke or whatever it was. No, it I was wasn't going to put the feel in necrophilia. That was terrible. <laughs> Thank you, Stefan, though. That was. Or the uh, the uh, therapist and uh, physio. Uh, uh, rapist. The rapist. In, in physio, in physio. Nonetheless, but Jess. Yeah. Started off. With what? You, oh. have, <laughs> you have something to tell. Our um, CEO, which may get him taken off the board. Yeah, we. <laughs> there's I'm, a reason I'm here tonight. I'm Karen. listening. <laughs> At to mediate. Thanks, Fraser Crane. <laughs> I, I had to mediate. Um, you just uploaded episode forty-eight. Forty-eight, 48 correct. You just did that today. No, no, last night I think. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. I just saw it this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. No thumbnail, no mm-hmm. description mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> Yeah, quality starts to the, the year. The spiciest episode we've <laughs> ever done. I thought I'd try to like with the. Advertising. You haven't listened to Forty Eight yet, have you? Well, well, because <laughs> I feel like I know where this is going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't listened to it, but a lovely long-time listener uh-huh. pointed out today on Facebook uh-huh. that oh, we should sh- probably perhaps have a listen oh, to shit, it. Shit, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> checked Facebook. I don't know what. Oh fuck, I'm a. Um, I'm in the dark here now. So I can't th- even remember what I said. Thank you, James from um, Sydney, Sydney, for posting, um, bringing that to our attention. I just want to quick- highlight something, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, what, what do you think is wrong? <laughs> this is the big thing. Do you know what's even wrong? I know. No, you don't. That, well, there's two, th- two I've been accused of two things already. So no, okay. I, I want to. There's no accusations yet. I, I no, want to, I want to get ahead of the media in this one, yeah, yeah. right? You know, um, I uploaded that show last night yes. with less than 1% battery on my laptop. 
right? <laughs> that does. <laughs> and okay. It, and it was about to go, and I left my charger in Ballarat because I'm moving to Ballarat. So right. Yes, anyway, yes. That's a different story. It is. Um, I know, I think I said something in episode 48. <laughs> and then I think I then followed it on by saying, oh, shit, I'm going to get in trouble of Jess. No. Oh, Oh, no. <laughs> or was that episode 49 that I said that? No, 49. Who fucking we, that's knows the anymore? That's the Barlin episode, which is coming out as soon as you upload 48. <laughs> because, Jess, would you like to tell the man? Um, you uploaded 48, um, but it was actually 47 again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's titled 48. So you haven't, <laughs> you haven't uploaded 48. Oh, shit. So, your job... <laughs> It's to upload 48. But it said episode 48 on... Oh, I don't fuck. know. You. It's got to be somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it quickly. Thank you, James. I listened to it quickly. I did a comparison. Uh, the first thing I found on my on my app to, to look it all up was both think- episodes were exactly the same time. And I thought, okay, maybe there's a potential yeah. that they could be exactly the same time. And then I listened to the first... 20 seconds of both episodes, and I'm like, those are the same episodes. I'm not going to shit you. Right, but that was... It did say episode 48 in the MP3 file. Uh-oh. I believe you I did believe that. I believe you completely. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I believe you fucked that up. ...is now causing a lot of concern <laughs> as to where the real episode 48 is. <laughs> well, could that have possibly been 48 and you uploaded it as 47 last time? I don't know. But we'll have to work that we'll out. We'll have to work that out. Episode. But yeah, no, yeah. that's that was. But that's something that really happened. This is this is the. This well, is real. I, this, this is how podcasts should be. The this new is CEO. what this is what <laughs> happens when all the interns are fired. This yeah, it, ha- it seemed to happen over the Christmas break. Oh. So you're right. You shouldn't give your staff holidays. Oh, mm, no, no, I fired them all. <sighs> of course Obviously. you did. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Anyway, so you're an idiot. <laughs> Well, the CEO, but you're our idiot. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I can do this with the remaining like one percent battery. battery. And I was like, Don't you be so proud. And then I got on. Then I got onto my phone, right? Because I was like, and I was like, right now I can do like the 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 story and the and the picture and all that. Yeah. Like I'll be able to do it from my phone. Yeah. I was on like the SoundCloud app and all that. I, I couldn't figure out how to do it. Ugh. It's all right. It's all right, you got time, we can do it again. <laughs> it's a good... It'll be up, I'm sure it it's will be. It'll be up before this episode gets up. and that's It's the, such a Kieran thing. And that's such the important thing. <laughs> but Kieran... This is why I need a team of it people. Is. You got us, you got us. <laughs> but Kieran, for our 50th episode, I thought we'd do another fun one, another easy, classic sort of episode. So I have a rant. Fantastic, and it's not about you this time. When episode so. forty-eight comes out, I'm sure you'll be back for the for the. Oh, I've dug myself into a hole. <laughs> I'm sure I'll come back and I'll hunt you down. That's fine. Well, well that takes a lot of pressure off me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Kieran, I'll tell you a story. So I was on my way home with my dad. We catch the train together occasionally because you know mm-hmm. sometimes we like each other. Mm. And uh, on the train, my dad's watching a couple of YouTube videos. Oh, wow. And he's pretty, he's like, oh, watching this and that. He's learning about some uh, different, like, you know, he works in, um, in the technology sort of uh, mm. sector and stuff like that. And he was learning about some... You know, how bridges are made and no, mega more, structures. More, more uh, communications, okay. communication technology. And he was looking up some technical part 
for his something like of his work. Mm. No one at his work knew what was going on with that bit. So, you know, on the way home, it was just a couple of YouTube videos of like really smart guys talking about these parts. And he's sitting there going, these guys are exactly what I need in my workplace because they know things, they know how things work, they know how to use them in interesting, exceptional ways. And he was wrapped because he got a complete overview review of these sort of things. And I just said to him off the bat, like, oh, I only watch reviews of, mm. of things um, on YouTube. Like, I don't read any newsprint about them or magazines or this and that. I only listen to your reviews of movies because you've got a really good rating system, which mm-hmm. I'll talk about. Yeah. And I watch people on YouTube. And mm-hmm. he goes, well, why do you do that? And I, um, this is what my rant is about today. The lack of personality... Mm. of people mm. reviewing things on big news and tech on big sites on big right. big or in big organizations i'll tell you why i know you're looking at me you're a bit confused about by this and i want to make this really clear sorry i'm still panicking about episode 48 <laughs> i'll make I'm, i'll try to talk it out to me because it sounds a bit conf- i even conf- wrote a blurb for that <laughs> You didn't even fucking post it. No, because the computer died. (laughs) Okay. That blurb's gone too now, for sure. (laughs) Okay, no, no. Tell us us your story. So, do do you still know what I'm getting at? So, like, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, right? Mm. And if I'm watching someone on YouTube review things, most likely I've watched a few other of their videos or I understand where they're coming from or their influences and this and that. And I can sort of match someone up with what they like and what I like. So, if they like something... I'm most likely going to like yeah. something too. Because it's like talking to yourself. Yeah. Like if I know you do a movie review and yeah. you go, the seat le- there was lots of leg room, there was this and that, but the movie was 50-50. Mm. I know that the movie was bolstered up a little bit by yeah. your leg room situation yeah. and food. Yeah. But the actual quality of the film was mm. 50-50. Yeah. Like a five or six out of ten sort of thing. Yeah, right. And it's the same for these YouTube reviewers, you know. You understand... How they operate? Yeah, exactly right. Like they might they, have really high standards. Well, some of them of beer. Yeah, but to your everyday bogan, that might be luxury beer. Exactly right. Or mm. I, I always do it like you know. Guitar. Not that I'm calling you a bogan. No, no of course not. <laughs> um, but uh, like one big thing for me is like with all these like been playing music for so long, like reviewing guitar pedals or guitar amps or guitars. Some some things are catered more towards like metal music, for instance, and some are catered a little bit more towards blues music, mm. you know? And depending on the person reviewing it, they might only like metal. Some might only like really bluesy sort of stuff. So if I know yeah. if one gives a good review of a pedal for blues and the other person gives it not a good review for, for metal or vice versa, I know how I'll understand if I like that guitar pedal or like the sound that that guitar pedal makes. Mm-hmm. On the other hand... Yes. Big... Media. Oh, don't get me started on uh, big media. Because you don't know, unless you're really vigilant and following that person and that person only over time within a magazine or something like that, you don't know the personality of that person writing that review. Hmm. Oh, that's exactly... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And because of that, because I don't know what where they're coming from when they're writing that review, Yeah. I don't... When they say something, I don't know what they mean by that statement. Yes. Or the, I don't know what's happening in their world that makes them think like this. Mm. And because of that, yeah. it's so generic. They just pump these out to cater towards the, 
the biggest audience. Yeah, right. Like, a, a, like you know, you see reviews of like three star movies, and they're like, "This is the best movie I've seen all summer," and this mm. and that. And I'm like, "Well, that doesn't mean anything to me because you, at the end of the day, you're rating it three, which is not bad, but the same sense, you said it's the best thing ever because you, you know, you, you like this scene, but that doesn't mean anything to me." That's, Whereas someone yeah. personally on YouTube who does the same sort of thing and it's got this face in front of the camera or they're showing you comparative scenes or they show they talk about films that they both like or things that they both like comparatively i go if they say i really like this scene or i really like this film or pedal or album or whatever it is or video game mm. i know that i'm gonna like it too that's exactly like what everybody said about that netflix bird box have you seen it no, I haven't seen Bird Box. I actually found an article which was related about oh. Bird Box. But I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> Everyone's fucking raving about it. Anyway, that's that's exactly what you're pointing at. Everyone's so raving about that, it. So Jess yeah. watched it. And then she explained she came out and goes, I didn't really like it. Well I'm like, okay, Shit. tell me about it. She told me about it and I went, well, I'm not going to like it because I know <laughs> Jess. Because I gave a bad review of it. I, But you know what, Jess and I have similar tastes in, in most films. And I understand if you said to me, oh, this film's terrible, I probably wouldn't go see it. Yeah. So I've got a few examples of the big, of big media mm-hmm. and how not only are and how they, they fuck it up. Well, not only how <laughs> they fuck it up, but how they are so generic and so terrible and so like so broad. That all of them say the same thing. Mm. Oh so, my god, I bet they do. They, just, <laughs> they probably just fucking copy and paste. I it think off that each they other, are. So. so I've decided to do one thing. It's called. And this is the we only do one take podcast investigative. Yes. Journalism. Yeah. How good yes. is this? This, this is what yeah. I. So have a listen to this. So this is back in 2011 from memory. Yeah, 2011. Uh, a game on a couple of consoles mm. came out called Batman Arkham City. A lot of people played this game. One of the biggest games. Yes, because Batman saves yeah, the world. Yeah, and Batman's really big. So this is a review of Dark, from Darkstation.com. Pretty big. Mm. That? Never heard of them. Yeah, yeah that's, right, that's right. But this one, here's the review. Here's just a snippet of the review. It makes all the more fun to sneak up behind thugs and take them out with the silence takedown before finally dropping a smoke pallet and vanishing into hiding as enemies dabble in confusion. Arkham City truly makes you feel like you're Batman. <laughs> cool. I don't know what that means. Does that mean you're pe- you feel like your parents are dead and you're scared of bats? I don't know. <laughs> but let's just see what ING said, who's an Aust- like, you know, they've got an Australian branch here. Yeah, the bank. Uh, ING. No, uh, I can't remember what it's called. That's- oh, that was a bad joke. That was terrible. Yeah. Nonetheless, they also did a review. So th- I've just taken a snippet out of it. How's this one here? Feel- feeling like Batman made Arkham Asylum a must play. Like, they've said the exact same thing. Yeah, no, they're just copying each other's homework. And have a listen to this. I've got a clip Mm -hmm. of someone from a a donkey video. Now, I know Jess loves donkey, but have a listen to this. Have a listen to all these critics. Okay. Read exactly the same. Makes you feel eerily like Batman. The player really feel like Batman. Could not look or feel more Batman. It does feel like we were feel like Batman. IGN, what did you think? Arkham Asylum makes you feel like you're Batman. My review certainly. <laughs> oh, They're dear. all the same. They're all the same. So no, it's, it. you're right. They just they just copy each other. They don't give Someone a shit. has written it, and then everyone's gone. Oh, oh that's, that's a great. That's great. Yeah. Let's take it. 
let's 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 make sure not we get done for plagiarism. Yeah, but just I'll change the wording. Change the yeah. wording. But you know what? I thought maybe it doesn't happen like that everywhere. So I found a new another review. You are too trusting of society. I thought <laughs> I'd check out another review, and I know you like me to do thorough research I when do. I do that sort of stuff. High expectations. So here is so there's a new Spider-Man game out just came out for PS4. My brother played it, said it was fantastic, really good fun game. So here's the review from ING. IGN, sorry. IGN, IGN, IGN. right. Okay, yeah. At its core, Insomniac Games' new adventure strives to make you feel like Spider-Man. Like... (laughs) 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 So... Get an original fucking thought. Not only do they copy from other people, they copy themselves about a completely different game. So I feel like Spider-Man, I feel like my my parents and uncle are dead. (laughs) I guarantee this year, if you pull up all the articles about um, a high rail speed rail, speed rail yep, link yep. between Melbourne and Sydney, right? It will come up this year, right? Probably November when when the new government election time. Is, election yeah. time. Is, no, no, no. Elections March, right? When yeah. the new oh. government dipping, dipping right, and then they... you have to pull up. They'll announce it once a year, right? Yeah. And it's the same bloody article that's been for the last, you know, 15 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, that, that you're exactly right. I know what you're talking about. I see it all the time. It comes up on Facebook every... Yeah. And they always... They're a bit low in the polls, so they'll make an announcement about a fast trail between Melbourne... It's the same ...and shit. the awful, awful town that is Sydney. That is awful. <laughs> that is awful. they got some why smart any, people from there why pointing out your mistakes. <laughs> why anyone would want to go to Sydney? That is where the convicts landed, right? Yeah. So it's a it's a, a city of convicts. Now Melbourne and Greeks and Greeks. Did you know that? They're the second most amount of Greek people in the world after Melbourne. Is, <laughs> no, no, is, is Sydney. So after the most, Greece. So the most amount of people in uh, Greek people in the world is in Greece, and yeah. the second most amount of Greek people in is the in world Sydney. is in Sydney. Oh, there you go. The Italians were smart. And we came to Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, you could do the same. Statistics That's why we've got Ligon. We've got Ligon Street. What street do they have? Oh, I don't know. They have a bridge. Sydney? The Greeks don't own that. No. They probably put the concrete <laughs> down. <laughs> anyway, so look, if you're going to follow, um, listen to reviews, listen to the We Only Do One Take podcast because we have a fantastic film reviewer here. Thank you very or much. Or listen to people, independent people that are consistent with their methodology of, of yeah. reviewing films. And, and I like have that. a review of Bird Box. It oh, was shit. Go. It was shit. <laughs> So don't, <laughs> don't, don't waste your goddamn two hours of your life. Concise. It's terrible. If you're going to waste two hours, watch the Adam Sandler comedy special on Netflix twice. Because <laughs> it is fantastic. That's good. Uh, someone, you, gonna, you got something? Someone wrote to me. Wow. <laughs> Please never message me again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who are you? New number. Who <laughs> is? <laughs> Who did? No, no, no. Um, uh, I won't use their real name. Okay. Um, <laughs> make up a name. Go on, make up a name. But this is a letter from Big W. Big W. Right, which is a retail for American listeners. Uh, it's like a Kmart. They have a. I think they. Have I w? believe they have Big W. Yeah. Or no, Big W is not Australian. No, I don't think so. No, I'm not sure. Anyway. Anywho, doesn't like matter. We shouldn't get bogged down on who no. owns Big W or who doesn't. Yeah. Um, and this person has said that they are banned. From Big W. <laughs> and this is the letter that Big W sent them. Uh, Dear Anthony Turturelli. <laughs> Not using that real name. Nah. 
Over the past six months... Who would have Turcherelli as a surname? What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Over the past six months, you have caused quite the commotion in our store. We will not tolerate this behaviour and have been forced to ban you from all Big W stores Australia-wide. Complaints against you are listed below and are documented by a video surveillance camera. <laughs> Number one, November 15th. You took 24 boxes of condoms and randomly placed them in other people's trolleys when they weren't looking. <laughs> December 2nd, you set all alarm clocks in housewares to go off at five-minute intervals. That's pretty... That's a lot... That's a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> December 7th, you went to the service desk to try and put a bag of M&Ms on lay-by. <laughs> <laughs> okay. December 31st, you moved a caution wet floor sign to a carpeted area. January 2nd. When a clerk asked you if they could help, you began crying and screamed, Why can't you people leave me alone? Uh-huh. Emergency services were called. <laughs> January 4th. You looked right into the camera and used it as a mirror to pick your nose. January 5th. You darted across the store suspiciously while loudly humming the Mission Impossible theme. <laughs> January 6th. You hid in the clothing racks, and when people browsed through you, you yelled, Pick me! Pick me! <laughs> January 7th, you went into the fitting room, shut the door, waited a while, then yelled very loudly, Hey, I need toilet paper in here. <laughs> Fuck out. And January 8th, as you left the checkout, you let off a really smelly fart as you walked out and yelled, Jet power! <laughs> this isn't real. This can't be real. This is no way. Your sincerely, Big W. How much betting Okay, also, you that was a letter to you. <laughs> you did all those things. How much betting did you do? <laughs> No. no, I just saw that from someone, but it was oh. hilarious. Well, no, that's that's fine because <laughs> I've got I've got an article. I've got an article that links to that. That's pretty good. So can I read? My, can I read it? You can do whatever you want. I feel like it's a good time. I feel like it's a good time. It's a good segue. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is my article that I just got a minute ago. Um, <laughs> preparation <laughs> so is key. better than Nile. <laughs> hey, look, it's up. It's loaded. Okay. Texas woman drinking wine from Pringles can banned from Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wichita Falls, Texas. Police in northern Texas say a woman has been banned from a local Walmart after she spent several hours driving an electric shopping cart (laughs) around the store's parking lot while drinking wine from a Pringles can. (laughs) Stay classy. Um... She'd been reportedly uh, riding the electric cart around for the parking uh, around the parking lot for three hours, um, when they eventually found found the woman in a nearby restaurant and told her not to return to the store. Um, the was place she drunk. I Stop would assume so. A bottle of wine over three hours—that's not bad. Well, that's a legal drinking, you know, limit. She wasn't arrested, and her name was not released. But that's a great, what a great idea! What? Put your wine I, in I a mean, Pringles. I've had, I've had wine out of a can. Pringles, <laughs> you just finish a can of Pringles. You're like, you know what? I can put in this. Why? Well, I want to know two two things. One, with the bottle of wine in the Pringles can, or two, did she pour? See, that's where my mind went. That she poured the wine into the Pringles oh, okay. can and she was I drinking was, it. Was, but it would make more sense that she put. Well, that's the thing. That the Although pr- no I don't Pringles, think the Pringles can, can won't like fit the American Pringles cans are bigger. 
possibly. I don't think you could fit a bottle of Chandon. Oh, she's put it in. Oh, I thought she poured it in. Yes, yeah, okay. I think That's all, all our thoughts were there. So I would assume she's poured wine. Oh, into so it. she's trying to. She's trying to hide. Just get. She, she's an adult. She doesn't need to hide it. Well, she wanted to do it around the Walmart parking lot in her in her electric <laughs> scooter. She's not a child. Do, do you need a? Um, was she drinking and driving? Technically, I was going to say, is that legally like? Can you drink and drive a an electric scooter like? How, it would be very annoying for a really like, like a really a guy that can't use his legs to be on an electric scooter. But I'm sure a lawyer go out get drunk, <laughs> and then can't drive home. I'm sure a lawyer <laughs> would be um, forget them off on some technicality. I don't think she's got. Like, he was legless uh, before he started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Wow. Hey, <laughs> what a, that, that, with that, thank that you is, everybody for listening. To it's the been a good 50 episodes. We're out. See that was a good setup. Thank you very much. Thank you. Anyway. Well done. Well, Kieran, I wanted to bring in a new bit. Ooh, a new segment. A new segment. This is the first new segment of 2019. That's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've still got those jokes coming. Hey. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Um, this is the new first new segment of 2019, and I'm going to call this one Tales from the Internet. Oh. So, the internet's a really fun place, and sometimes it doesn't always, you know, come out in the public, but there's always something happening that's really, really stupid. Mm-hmm. So, out of curiosity, Kieran. Yes. What gender do you think Garfield is? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay, the cat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about the cat, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, Garfield the cat. Oh shit! The, the orange cat that likes lasagna. Does does it like lasagna? That loves lasagna. Loves lasagna. Does it speak? Hates Mondays. It loves hates Mondays. lasagna. So l- 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 let me just put this in context. It is a hermaphrodite. Well, funny you say that. Am I right? <laughs> in 2017. Mm-hmm. There was a two and a half day battle yeah. to decide the gender of Garfield. Okay. <laughs> so Garfield, as we all know, he's a lazy, he's a cat, he is a la- he likes the lasagnas. <laughs> but in 2017, uh, there was there was claims, mm. or there were try- people were trying to find evidence of what Garfield's gender actually was, and for sixty hours. Wikipedia had an ongoing battle of people changing the gender of Garfield. Right. Fancy your life being that goddamn ridiculously boring. So someone said he may have been a boy in 1981, but he's not anymore. Ooh. Says one Ooh. one editor said. So this all came, this was all spurred from a comment by Garfield's creator, Jim Davis. Mm. So in 2014, he, he was interviewed by Mental Floss, which is the website, um, with and the title was 20 Things You Might Not Know About Garfield. And he just taught some basic sort of stuff, like, you know... He's a cat. Like, yeah, he's a cat. Mm. Uh, Garfield is named Gustav in Sweden. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> and uh, Garfield and his owner, John, live in uh, Muncie, Indiana. Like, little things. But then, in the interview, Davis said, Garfield is very universal. By virtue of being a cat, really, he's not really male or female or any particular race or nationality, young or old. He's just a cat. 
a made-up cat. Yes. Yeah. That he Cartoon created. cat. Yeah. yeah. This is when the shit show started. Uh-oh. He, he's genderless. So Virgil Texas dug up the quote and changed it on Wikipedia. So he changed it that um, Garfield yep. had no gender. Right. Uh-oh. Instantly, Garfield fans. Yeah. Uh, this is the weirdest thing. Gar- Garfield has Garfield enough fans has for people fan to base. notice that their Wikipedia page has changed. <laughs> Less than an hour later, it was changed <laughs> back <laughs> to him being a male. Whoa. One minute later, Texas, by the way, lives in America. Hmm. One minute after the Garfield fans changed it back to male, one minute later, someone from the Philippines changed it back to genderless. Wow. <laughs> They're really like hung up on this Garfield gender. Do you know anyone that has contributed to Wikipedia? No. No, no I, I don't know anyone but we're not that's done. contributed to we're Wikipedia. We're not quite done yet. So, yeah. uh, so, so one of the editors on Wikipedia... Because anyone can edit on Wikipedia, right? Well, you just could become an editor. Yeah. How do you become an editor? I think you, you just, just apply for apply it. For it. It's, it's just make an account. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So every character, including Garfield himself, constantly refers to Garfield as ambiguously as male. Unambiguously is male, and always use male pronouns. Said one editor, listing three dozen comic strips across nearly four decades to prove a point. One where John tells Garfield "good boy" before Garfield shoves a newspaper into the owner's mouth. One where the cat's magical talking bathroom scales uh, refer to Garfield as a young man or boy, and um, and the other one where Garfield thinks to himself, "I'm a bad boy" after eating a plant. But. <laughs> Texas came back and said, no. Jim Davis said, this is the latest thing in the canon. As of the 2014 interview, he has no gender. So up until that point, he was male. Yep. And then yeah. after that, not Cause, male. Because there was cartoons. I don't know if you remember, but there was cartoons of Garfield. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, like, I don't think he talked, but he had a internal monologue that you yep. would hear and it was a male voice. It was voice. a male sort of thing, yeah. yeah. And then it was the, actually quite a deep male yeah, voice yeah. from memory. And did you know, here's, here's a fun thing. The voice of Garfield in the mm. Garfield movie that just came, the most recent one, was played by Bill Murray. There you go. So yeah, that's go. the kind of voice mm. that I would picture Garfield mm. having. So Wikipedia itself tried to come to a compromise for this thing. So to provide both genders each appropriately referenced male and or none, and that did not get much traction. So in uh, in the two and a half days, gender, uh, Garfield's gender swapped 20 times. And in that time, his religion was briefly listed as Shiite Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> and Garfield was uh, officially listed as male with a couple of things say, um, citing that uh, he's male. Uh, with one of the things coming from a 1979 comic with the vet said he's too fat. But then, because of all this, Jim Davis came out. Oh, he's <laughs> <And> back. <laughs> he's back. And he goes to the Washington Post, Garfield is male and he has a, cause he, and he has a girlfriend, Arlene. And that was settled. That's it. The latest in the canon, Garfield is back to being a male. And um, heterosexual. And a heterosexual. Yeah. But Texas came back. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Give it a goddamn rest. Forget about his gender and alleged Muslim faith. <laughs> <laughs> Just, 
is Arlene Muslim also? Yeah, we need to find if Arlene should be listed as spouse or not. <laughs> well, these are technicalities. So no. there you go. That was that was that oh. was it. That was the biggest thing that happened in the Garfield universe since uh, John drank a a cup of dog semen. Who drank a cup of dog semen? Garfield donor. Oh, there you go. Do you want to see the comic? No. It's really great. Oh my God, he's printed it out in colour. Yeah, of course I have. (laughs) So. (laughs) In colour. In colour. Would you like to read Garfield? I'll quickly read it, give it to Jess because they're short comics. So So this is a real thing that happened. That's a real comic. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so oh. I want you to describe each panel and read what's that. Well, I'm glad that hu- human society can, you know, <laughs> we're at that point in human society where we can focus on the really important things in life about Garfield. All right, square one. <laughs> square one. Is that what they call them? Squares? Panels. Uh, panel. Uh, square one. Uh, there is a boy, a ringer. That's John. That's that's John. John. That's, that's John. Garfield owner. owner. I yep. can't remember the veterinarian's name. And there is a, a cat, a female veterinarian. Yeah, that, I can't remember her name. Or could be a nurse. Yeah, she's wearing white. And uh, Garfield is the cat. Doesn't look that <laughs> impressed. Garfield. <laughs> well, it is a Monday. Garfield's being manhandled by the vet. Yeah. And she is looking at uh, John. Yeah. Uh, like ooh. What do you have there? Anyway, uh, the, the it says, have a cup of coffee, John. Why, thanks. Don't mind if I do. And he's holding a blue mug. Mm-hmm. Square two. Uh, he drinks, is drinking the cup of coffee. And Garfield is once again quite content. And she is sort of like, you know, like, oh, baby. Like, you know. Oh. She's interested, interested in John. Yeah. Right. Uh, it looks like he's he's enjoying this cup of coffee. Yeah. And it says, congratulations, Mr. Arbuckle. Square three. Mm. Uh, John now has the face of disgust, like he's about to throw up. Right? Um, and uh, the veterinarian is once again leaning over the cat very sexily. Right? <laughs> and she's staring back at John like, ooh, baby. Like, ooh. I want you back. Oh, Jesus. Right? Like, oh, man, this is... Gross! Go on! You know. She's got a big butt as well, you know? Like, she is leaning over like, check me out. Right? Um, and what's she saying? You are going to give birth to a fine, healthy litter of puppies. <laughs> so, it's implied that in that cup was dog semen. Was dog semen. That's right. And then Garfield springs up. Yep. Right? And he's Mondays. like... Mondays. <laughs> I hate puppies. <laughs> it's pretty good. Ew. And that is the end of story time with Kieran. So, <laughs> so there we go. So if you ever want to know more about Garfield, uh, he's male now. He has a girlfriend. And his owner once uh, nearly drank dog semen. And that is all from Tales. Did she, she make him? It looks like she made him drink it. Tales on the internet. <laughs> like the more I look at it, <laughs> it I think he spits. Like... I don't think he swallows. Yeah, yeah he looks like yeah. he's going to spit but it out. Had, he had dog semen in his mouth. Hmm. But she says have a cup of coffee, and yeah. there's no other cups there, so she's making him drink the dog semen. That's even more <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Disgusting. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Jess, do you have an article for us? 
did. She <laughs> I already told my article about the Walmart. I've got another one. Oh, well, there you but, go. But you haven't told one yet. You told a, a fake story from Facebook. <laughs> uh, did you know there was a new article that came out that said boomers post the most fake news? Boomers. Boomers. Did you, when did you become a boomer? <laughs> oh, as in like... He's always been a boomer. Oh my God. You're boom- the biggest boomer I know. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> you take that as a compliment. Washington State wants to stop theft of mile 420 signs. Its solution, <laughs> mile 419.9. Huh? The Washington State Department of Transportation has a problem that just won't go away. For years, people have persistently stolen those green and white mile markers posted along the highway. The most popular signs to pilfer are are mile 420. A popular number among marijuana enthusiasts. Sorry, yeah, okay. And mile ahem, 69. Can someone explain to me why 420 or 420? Yeah, I believe, wasn't it? Uh, marijuana made legal on the four, um, on the twentieth of April in America. No, but it's been known as four twenty before it became yeah. legal in America. That's oh. why I don't know. Like it, it would make oh, sense. Oh, that's what I thought it was. That was my understanding. But I will Google it right now for you. Anyway, yes. Anyway, they will typically go and take those more uh, more than anything. Uh, who specialises in driver? Uh, so, sorry, said Trevor McCain. Who specialises in driver information signs? You can specialize. What a shit job. What a shit job. He's obviously been like the guy at Vic Roads that does nothing. That like, you know what you can be in charge of? Signs. <laughs> you can, no, no, no. Not just in charge. You can specialize. Specialize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In signs. I've got a graphic design degree and I'm really interested in traffic. <laughs> um, as he says, these signs have a special meaning to some people. So I, saw, I stole a sign once. What'd you um, steal? A bus stop sign. Yeah. What'd you do with it? Well, it like fell off, so I picked it up. Okay. Took it to school. Got to put it somewhere. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We're building like some like woodwork project or something. I stole a sign before. Mm. I saw a um. I was at the front of my house, mm. and we're at the the lights here, turn you know turning in, and um, we saw a real estate sign like you know a yeah. pro- auction, but it was like nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night, mm-hmm. so it was just still there. Yeah. And my mum. Was in, was driving at the time, and I was like fifteen. Mm. And Mum goes, "Oh, look, it's still there." And I go, "Oh, I should nick it as a joke." And Mum goes, "Yeah, you should." So I ran out of the car no before way. the lights went away, crossed three lanes of traffic on this very busy road on Plenty Road here, mm. grabbed the sign and ran back to the car, oh, just as the light was turning green. And then we drove back into the into the driveway into the the garage. And Mum looked at me mortified. She goes, "Why did you do that?" And I went, well, you dared me to do it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Mum, you should know me. Don't yeah. dare me. Don't dare me to do stupid things. Dare, I don't think you can dare men to do anything. I think if you dare a man to do something, mm. or like, ah, oh, you won't do that. Yeah. I don't know. Don't do I, I dared Kieran a few times to get me a drink from inside at Phillip Island and he didn't do it. No, no, you've got to put a time limit on it. I bet you can't <laughs> do it in 10 seconds. Um, I found the the it, the 420 thing comes from just a really random like a group of people back in the day, back, uh, back, back, back in the 70s and stuff, used to meet at 4.20 p.m. Used to meet oh. at 4.20 p.m. to like that's, have a joint. That's not as interesting And as yeah, it's not really, but it was funnily enough that while I'm reading ha- where did this term come from, it's, <laughs> it says in here, um, it's used as a private code um, 
people spot it everywhere. It's even in the clocks in Pulp Fiction and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That makes um, sense. And but, then it says, after the 420-mile marker on the Interstate 70 Highway in Colorado was repeatedly pinched, officials recently replaced it with a 419.99 four Yeah, that's the same article. Because <laughs> you guys are in sync today, I tell you what. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, there you go. That was, it's a pretty good solution. I'm, I'm glad there's a man who specialises in signs, though, <laughs> In Washington State, who you can may- solve these very important problems? I wonder if he has a like. I want that job. You know what? <laughs> you would be perfect at that job. I would. <laughs> I can imagine you sitting, working from home, going, "Oh my goodness, I got an idea for a sign. How about we make it green with white writing?" And that would be the only email you send all week. <laughs> Done. My work here is done. And then it would be like time to check the signs. Better go for a, better go for a drive. Oh, I hear there's a sign near the McDonald's. I might also get some nugs. <laughs> oh dear. No, oh, there you go. I thought you would enjoy that one. Oh, that's a good no, one. No, that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. I've got to. I've got to really. Do you, do you want me to do you my can do last whatever one? you want. I got. I got one. Just. It's <laughs> pardon the pun. It's a little one. <laughs> okay, hang on. <laughs> You've been watching cricket? No, me either. All right. News article. Cricket commentator mistakes dwarfs for toddlers during (laughs) test match. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll just sum it up for you. I think it was South Africa. Yeah, South Africa and Pakistan at um, Johannesburg. Um, The television cameras. the hairiest children ever. No, no, it's just this is the they, they were the cricket teams playing, and then the the camera panned to the crowd, mm. and they saw two little people engaged in their own cricket match during right. a break in play. Yeah, um, and the one one of the commentators was impressed at how well the toddlers <laughs> were bowling and batting. <laughs> their mistake and they were like oh <laughs> okay that's why they're so good apparently the commentator said you got to start them oh well it's important to start young with the bowling because they were doing like spin balls and shit <laughs> oh. anyway that was my um little article that's pretty great that's no, a great article thank you for <laughs> well you know what's important in, I, I think i've talked about this before What's important in life is that you once you read something as a kid and you grow up and stuff like that, sometimes you have to put that the past behind you, especially with the, some of the stuff that you used to like as a kid. Mm. And I've talked about this before. And one of the things I think that people really should stop f- making the focus of their life is Harry Potter. Well, Harry Potter is developmentally normal for children. Oh, it's fine. I'm happy for But you know what? It's a- I got to the point in my developmental stage where I never read the last book. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. I was like, I'm, I'm bored. I'm over it. Yeah. Same. I'm over yeah. it. I think I, got I-, a, I think I read the fourth or fifth one and I, and I think I was in maybe starting high school at that point. Yeah. And I went, eh, this isn't fun anymore. And you know what? I watched the film. I was like, I'll just watch the film. And I, I didn't even watch all the films. I think I only watched up to the third one as well. And mm. I, I have no attention span for that kind but of you know stuff. But the problem with this Harry Potter thing is that like I would say even people 20 and onwards even 30 like I, I've seen it before where they're still so heavily invested in this franchise like you know you see I've seen pictures of 
you know, co-workers and stuff like that. And they go specifically to Universal Studios or, or Warner Brothers or whatever it is to specifically go see, like, the Harry Potter section or they love buying Harry Potter, like, the books in, you know, the new versions. Yeah. And it, I'm sure you've seen this too. Oh, absolutely. I think like, it's a, being a, a female, big on the girl thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a female, I, like, I have a lot of girlfriends that just are obsessed with Harry Potter. And look, I don't get it. And I always thought that made me kind of stupid because I don't really find that fantasy or, or reading uh, fantasy you, novels you know that I'm, interesting. Do you know what I'm sick of, though? What? Right. I really, really... Ha- I mean, like, we're well beyond it now. But I really hate the, like, high school-based stories. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, the, like and uh, we're, look, we're kids and we're rebelling against the teachers. And, and essentially, Harry Potter is... I know it's it a is. wizard school, but it's yeah. a school, it's a right? School. It's, it's, a, based, it's based it's, on a school. It's a school story. They're, they're of school age, these these kids. And, there's and authority yeah, figures and yada, yeah, yada, yada. And, yeah, and there's so many um, girls I know that are just so obsessed with Harry Potter this day and age. And look, I get having the nostalgia of it. Like, I loved Harry Potter and having a bit of nostalgia it's, behind it's it. It's the same as like a lot of the music for us anyway like the music nostalgia like you go back and listen to a song from your childhood oh like, like you know me I'm all about 90s music yeah. and, and early 2000s because it just brings back so many memories and I just could listen yeah, to pe- it all day and people love listening to the Spice Girls or the Backstreet yeah. Boys and all that sort of stuff the stuff like from your childhood you listen to mm, like Slim go, Dusty Waltz yeah, and Matilda exactly right yeah. and that's something or like you know people still love the Wiggles Oh yeah, I've been singing the Wiggles to my nephew, yeah, and exactly I just right. but remembering all the words is like a yeah. lot of fun. <laughs> but, but people, like like you said, Jess, they're still yeah. so in, heavily invested, yeah, in this Harry Potter thing. But the weird thing is that the writer J.K. Rowling is still so invested in her own franchise to the point of where she's ne- every so often just comes up with a new thing she'll post, and that's part of the canon. Of Harry Potter, hmm. yeah, so but she's got all the fucking money in the world. Oh, she's she just doing. Do she gets. She yeah, she can do whatever she wants. I mean, she oh, was. Do, but but do, do you know the story of J.K. Rowling though? Yeah, well, she, she had wrote, nothing. Wrote she was a single yeah, mother. Yeah, a single mum or something. She wrote the books on, uh, like, made up the stories for her kids and wrote them down yeah. and, like, in a cafe, like cafe she's or on the train or something. Well, look, since the books are finished, these are just some of the things that she's added to the franchise over, like. The decade since the, the book has yeah. passed. Is this her adding it to the Actually franchise? her, physically or her. Is it, or is there the influence of, we can make more money No, and as your agent? Well, she's not writing any more books. She's not doing oh, anything okay. else. Right. Like, that's it. She hasn't, I think what she... She's Fantastic been, Except beasts. they've just brought out a new musical and a new movie. But she and didn't have any part in the writing of Yeah, but she'll still things. get all the money oh, from it. Oh, she'll get all the money from it. But in the same sense, like, she hasn't written anything else. Mm. Like, there's no more continuation of the story. Mm. It's right. just that it. So one of the things, this, this real thing. So in the canon series of the seven books, it's been added that Ron Weasley's Patronus, which is the spell to get rid of some of the monsters, is a Jack Russell. That's something she added in afterwards. She felt was really important to tell people. Here's another <laughs> one. No, dead set. Uh, she says that, um, like after the fact, after all the books, it was never implied what sexuality Dumbledore was, like the headmaster. Mm. Oh yeah. And he came out. She went and goes, he's gay. Yeah. She just decided it. Yeah. But for no re- for no reason. Mm-hmm. And and um. <laughs> that sounded like a fart, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Moving the chair. I and see. then on top of that, she's like, oh, Neville Longbottom's birthday is this. Just because 
She wanted to say that. She's keeping. She's keeping these fans engaged. That's what she's probably announcing. You could learn a thing or two too. She's announcing this (laughs) shit on Twitter, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. She's keeping her fans engaged on Twitter so she stays relevant. That's all she's doing oh. this for, to stay relevant well, so okay. that she gets so more if money. T- if this is about being relevant, have yeah. this one. The latest thing she's come out with is that one person asked her, hey, why does Hogwarts and the Wizarding World have toilets when they have fucking magic? Yeah. And Why she, do they need plumbing? And she answered it. And she answered, she goes, before the introduction of plumbing in, let me have a look here. Before, uh, in the 18th century, before Mughal plumbing methods in the 18th century, witches and wizards simply uh, relieved themselves where they stood and vanished the fucking evidence. (laughs) That's a real thing. That's part of the canon now. She has said that is real part of the canon, which means uh, 200 years ago, wizards would just shit where they fucking are and magic it away. She's just doing it to keep people... Like, that's all she is. She I, just I, wants I to want stay relevant. Book, I want every single book rewritten yeah, because there's no way just... in hell that they would have... If they had the ability to, to shit where they are, magic it away, there's no way in hell I would ever give up it's, that value. It's simple now. It is simple. It is now officially a religion. Mm. And they'll make up crap as they go along. And you know what the thing is? She she would probably be enjoying it. the amount of power this woman has. How many fans she has, like, hanging on her every single word going, it's disgusting. Oh, oh, where did the wizards shit before toilets? And they, they actually genuinely want to know. And she's just giving them answers. She's just making, like, she's, like I know she made the whole book off the top of her head, but she's just going, eh, this. But putting no thought into you know it. What? And people are living for it. But, but that's what disgusts me the most, the fact that they are hanging off this woman's but words you, for the fact that it, and it's like oh this is where they, they, like you know talking about wizard shitting now let's just go back okay it's not that important whatever she should have done the dignified thing like Seinfeld finish just no it. more that's it's it very important I agree be no more as actors be no more don't do what everyone what's the Deborah from Everyone Loves Raymond yeah don't try and do that spin off TV show right and oh, come back uh, oh, I didn't right. like the middle Oh, I that, was, was that, that the one? The middle? It had the guy, it had the janitor. I from... don't think that was a spin off. I think no, that was, was just the same actress. Yeah. Yeah. But don't do that. Just, you no, had your time. I kind of like that. It show. was great. We can watch the reruns. <laughs> yeah. But and, and move on with the I world. think this is why I also grew out of it. Yeah. I, books, these novels, they're meant to be f- like, you're they're meant adult, to leave stuff up to your imagination. Young adult fiction. Yeah. And like, it's, when you're, you're 16, meant to have stuff. You're meant to... Well, and that's the thing. You don't know. I didn't even know Ron had this thing, this. Jack Russell, apparently. But obviously it was never mentioned, so it, it left, the, left the reader up to their own imagination yeah. to think of, in that point in time when they're reading it, can just make it up what it is. I got really annoyed with Harry Potter, right, and the fact that I read these books before the movies came out, right? And then when I watched the movies, I was like, this is nothing like my imagination. Uh-huh. That's what happens with a lot of books, like um, I think, film, I, then, what are they, film adaptations? I thought the Harry Potter movies were really shit. Well, they are. Yeah. Right, well, I... You know. But it does. It takes that um, <laughs> that image that you have in your your mind. Um, it put You see it on screen, you go, that's not exactly how I pictured it. That's why a lot of people don't like film adaptations. Well, the things I've already read, but most people haven't read the books yeah. and just go and see the movies. And so then they enjoy the story. Well, that would be story. everyone from Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like a lot of people got really angry that uh, Hermione, like the, the female character, yeah. was going to be played by a black woman. And then it was like, oh, but she's not black in the book. Like, she, she's not in the book. 
And then J.K. Rowling came out and said, oh, I never wrote her with... I never said what the colour of her skin was in the book. And then fans brought up to her, blatantly obvious, like in book four or something, that she described with pale white skin. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have thought they she did yeah. give a very And then she had to backtrack on her comment. Because all she was trying to do was move along with this sort of, you know, mm. oh, it could be anything. Like, you know, Dumbledore's gay because it's cool to fuck. be gay but now. She's just trying to be like inclusive. Yeah. Remember, she wrote these books in like 1998. Yeah, she was. You know, it's it a different a world ago, 20 years yeah. ago. You know, gay people weren't as accepted as they are now. But, mm. you know, the, the black community probably didn't have as many, yeah, you know, um, stars. And now it's like really really popular really common to do so mm. have these sort of characters and i think retroactively fitting it, it's like oh these books can mean anything to anyone it's just prolonging you know it's stopping people from progressing from these children's books really you know it'd be like people going oh i still read peter rabbit and live by peter rabbit every day and i want to know more about the mythology of peter rabbit yeah mm. it, it's definitely they're holding on to nostalgia but at the same time um, or Specky McGee. Were, yeah. were you going like in terms of that um, dog thing that we that we were talking about the other day no what was i talking no. about yesterday um, no no you were you were complaining about um, people going as far like these crazy harry potter fans are going as far as to train their dogs with harry potter Oh, yeah. Spells? Yeah, that's right. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just like, I think people just need, uh, but I suppose there's fandom, there's crazy fandom of everything. You, oh, you can't absolutely. get bogged. Like Kieran said, you can't get bogged down in details. There's fandoms with everything. You so, know, there's fandoms you know, of everything, but, you know, it's, so, it's, it's socially acceptable to really enjoy these books to the point of absolute other craze. When they're children's books, but if someone likes Lord of the Rings, which by all means is a fantastic set of books and much better written, much, you know, far better written and a far more, uh, uh, you know, the world is set and yeah. it's so, everything's included. I know, I still can't read, that's I still the can't watch thing, those movies. You know? <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, you know. But that, Same as Bird Box. It's <laughs> shit. Anyway, so uh, look, people, yeah. get over your fucking Harry Potter because it's fucking shit. Yeah, it's a children's book, grow up. If you like Harry Potter and want to talk about Harry Potter on the show. <laughs> I know for you people. Debate. You know what? I've read all the books. I've watched all the films. I've read some of the extra stuff because I, I read it when I was a kid. And I look back and I go, yeah, look, you know, it's a fun little novel. It's really fantastic that Voldemort only attacks Harry at the end of the year. Instead of halfway through, he's a fucking. You know, it's like watching. All right, all right. It's like watching Home Alone. If they were competent, <laughs> if they were competent <laughs> killers, he would have had a bullet. Uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin would have had a bullet in his head, and um, Joe Pesci would have run off with all the money. You know, I've seen him kill so many people. Casino, he kills lots of people. In Goodfellas, he kills lots of people. And he can't kill one little blonde kid in a house with a couple of marbles at the bottom of the stairs. Get fucked. Same as Harry Potter. Tonight's podcast is proudly brought to you by Ocean Reach IPA. It is found down at uh, at, at um, Phillip Island. So you do need to go overseas to get this exclusive beer. Especially if you're they're from, really uh, They're really, really great there. We should give them a little... Did you give them a little plug in your last episode? I think we did, but we'll um, do it again. Yeah, they're fantastic. Actually, they're- there's one beer that's better. Three Ravens Brewery in Thornbury. Yes. Also great. Yes. Has... A caramel, thick shake 
beer. Yes, I saw Ryan voted that as his number one. Uh, well, Ryan yeah. and I were there yeah. uh, a little while ago. Mm. I bought an The eight. intern that's fired. Mm. I bought two four packs. Mm. We were there. We tried it. Um, you can actually sign up and become a member there and become a member of the Odin. And you get a special mug. Yeah. And a number. Right. And um, it was delicious. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It and is then delicious. I went to taste another beer, right? Because it was a hot summer night. And I thought I might try the, like, the, um, more of like the, the refreshing. Like a pale sum- ale? Summer, summer alcoholic ale. drink, yeah. right? One of the, one of those more citrusy type of beer things. But after having the. The man knows his beer. Salt caramel thick shake beer. 1.6 standard drinks. Oh. Um, I couldn't go back. And so move over Ocean Reach found in Phillip Island. Welcome Three Ravens caramel thick shake. And you beer. know what? I tried that Three Ravens thick shake uh, beer. Yeah. And Ocean Reach, you're my beer. That's the oh. one. So rivalry is Hang on. on did you have it in a can or did you have it in a pot? I have, I've had this in a can. I've also had it in a pot at Phillip Island. We, we should really get our sponsorship done. <laughs> like, we can't have two competing. <laughs> Look, <laughs> they're both good beers. They're both right? good beers. We like them both. We love them both. Three Thank Ravens you very much. is definitely more local. Don't, though, don't, forget, right. don't forget to vote in the beer top 100. Yeah. The hottest vote, 100 beers. And vote, we only do one take podcast as your number one beer. <laughs> Another good local northern suburbs of Melbourne beer is Hawkers. Oh, yeah. Hawkers. Yes, also Hawkers good. IPA. Yes, there we it's go. Another, another good beer. All right. You've. Jess, you got you got another article for us. Apparently, I do. I do. You do. <laughs> Finish it up. Wrap it up for us. All yeah. right. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm about to read. This could be interesting. Man accused of throwing pizza at father after finding out his dad helped birth him. <laughs> <laughs> Pasco County deputy said the man shoved pizza in his father's face because he was mad that his dad helped give birth to him. Was there pineapple on the pizza? <laughs> no. A Pasco County man was arrested Thursday after deputies say he threw pizza at his father after finding out his... Okay, blah, blah, um, The Pasco County sheriff's deputies arrived um, at the home in Holiday. They said that the 33-year-old Robert Houston... Knew he was going to jail. When a deputy asked him why he was being taken to jail, Houston said he threw pizza at his dad's face, striking him with it due to him being mad at his dad. Helped give birth to him. Why? <laughs> I, I can answer this. You being that mad at your dad. I can't. I can answer this. <laughs> I was in, in the delivery room. Boop. <laughs> in America, they have an abstinence-only sex education program. <laughs> what? Right. So, federal funding relies on them not to teach sex education. So, these poor Americans... and I would like an American viewer to call right. in about that. Also, very similar to Sydney people. They don't get... <laughs> oh, God. my God. Oh, my God. Hang on. Deputy said the father... <laughs> the father told them when he was walking his dogs while Houston was on the front porch of the home waiting for pizza. When the father went into the home, Houston came inside and shoved pizza in the father's face while holding him down in a chair and yelling. <laughs> a deputy said they saw pizza slice on the chair and chunks of pizza and sauce all over the area. Houston was arrested on a domestic battery charge. <laughs> you heard you walking in. Look at all this blood. So they weren't even having a conversation about it. His dad got home and he just went, bam. <laughs> Can you imagine? Man, there's blood everywhere. Oh no, that's nope. 
That's pizza sauce. <laughs> that is. You know, the- well, I would be like, but if if my dad was goes to me, oh, I helped birth you, like I was in the room and I had to. How do beautiful! I'd be like, oh, that's a. That's a, that's a great story. What a magical no, experience. No, no. I'm going to sh- get as much pizza as I can, <laughs> put it down in a chokehold, and shove pizza in his... How does someone think pizza is a good weapon of choice? <laughs> You're in a house. It's so delicious. <laughs> it's the most delicious weapon we have. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go for the most delicious weapon you know to attack. He, he was actually playing for the long game. He was actually going to make him really obese and give oh. him a heart attack and just keep shoving pizza down there. Until he- it would be good if... It was like a scalding hot pizza, but you know pizza that gets delivered is never scalding no, hot, right. so... Look at the man, he's just trying to walk his dogs. What, what happened to the garlic bread? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Where did uh, that get shoved? <laughs> and on that note, I think we better wrap this up. It's getting a little silly here, but that's the way we like it. Kieran, thank you so much for another fantastic episode of the show. And Jess, thank you so much for coming down and doing this special. <laughs> coming all 50th. the way from the lounge room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you made coffee, you got some water, and you came here and you read an article you never read before, which is yeah. all the important no, things. No, thanks, guys. For and we me. want to thank all the wankers out there for listening to us and putting up with us with all the um, marginal <laughs> margin of error delays and inaccurate episodes going out i can't i've just got to say i I cannot believe you guys i uh, just on behalf of all your wankers (laughs) i cannot believe you guys made it to 50 episodes it's pretty amazing and not in like a oh wow how exciting i can't believe it like i literally cannot (laughs) believe it um it's it's like i know you both so well and it's actually unfathomable to think that you both would be so determined to sit in a room together and create a podcast material every week and get it together and organize i guess some weeks and it's not all um, organized right. but on the most part it's been really uh, extremely and I think impressive we should think of it as a collective whole that's right absolutely yeah. it, it, and uh, no one's no i'm not th- i'm not playing the blame game just saying you guys have done a really good job so um it's a it's in- Incredible, incredible. Well and, done. Uh, uh, we're, we're very happy. I think for 50 episodes, we've really done well. But I'm going to put it out there, Kieran, if we want to talk about it on this episode, we're probably going to be taking a little bit of a high, a break. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of hi- 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 little bit, little hiatus. A little bit of a, not a hiatus, but a little bit of a break. break. Just break. to give, get, we've got a recharge that we are both doing we've, some we've, big things uh, in yeah, our lives. We've got some big things coming up. We've got a big move. We've got um, potentially some... Uh, some logistical issues we're going to figure out um, with getting, you know, because you're going to be a little bit f- further away than I would have liked you to be. But that's okay. You can always drive <laughs> to me. That's right. <laughs> okay. Make it really easy. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, and, but uh, we're also looking actually to moving to an... And well, I'm looking, studio, yeah. looking yeah. to move this whole production... Into a new studio. To a proper... Studio. Recording studio. Which are which I will own hopefully, and that's also very very exciting. So that will be coming up as well. So we are going to take a little bit of time off, but up until then we have fifty fantastic episodes. Don't worry, it'll be songs. another month till anyone hears this anyway. I'd be like, you guys were never. <laughs> no, gone. no, we're going to try to get these out. We're going to try and get these out. So we're going to take a bit of a break. But look, we want to thank all the lovely wankers out there supporting us on on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on iTunes, and. Everywhere on, else. Uh, on tell- Twitter. On Twitter. I don't- and on Patreon. Isn't that right, Kieran? <laughs> uh, absolutely. That is correct. Uh, we've got lots of big things planned for 
Uh, when we do come back, we've got some uh, some potential new co-hosts, potential new lots of new guests. That's what I'm really excited about, and uh, more of this usual shit show that you love. <laughs> Yeah. Big smile. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, photo time. Yes. <laughs> Woohoo. 50 oh, shit, episodes. I didn't even. Oh, look at He's <laughs> doing the dad thing. Get, get you. Get you in there. Oh. And while Kieran is taking a photo, yeah. <laughs> while Kieran is taking a photo, I would just like to say if you would like to send us some go. hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, uh, you can record it on your phone. Yes. And send us the file. You can also record it through uh, v- Vukaroo. Have you ever heard of that site? No. Vukaroo. You can just uh, Google that. You can it, it, it can record something on your computer or your phone and send it to us via email. Oh. At we only do one take. You know what I would love? I would. I would love um, somebody to write a song or I don't know something something like that. That would be fun. Okay, yeah. I know it's probably gonna. Be me. It's probably going to be you. But that's okay. But look, you know, if you'd like to send us... Alice, write a song. <laughs> but if you'd like to send us an articles or uh, music or rants or yeah. an idea to, or if you'd like to see a guest on the show, we're really trying to step it up for the next 50 episodes. Well, I think like I did in the last episode, put my foot in it. And I think I put my foot in it maybe a few times again with James in Sydney. <laughs> um, so no doubt we'll get a rant. You know what? I'm going to get. Oh, you. you'll get a rant. I'm definitely. Gonna, he's definitely gonna get it. But you know what? I um. I think he might be coming. He, we might be in contact with him more than you think in the future. But nonetheless, oh, <laughs> there's a cliffhanger for you guys. <laughs> but nonetheless, thank you all so much for all your uh, patience, uh, your comments, uh, your jokes, and all the messages. And we. We'll see you. (laughs) Fifty episodes. Well done. Amazing. Oh, oh, look at you crying. No. <laughs> he's, he's reading the he's Gar- shed a tear. He's reading the Garfield comic again. <laughs> That's disgusting. Where was this from? Man denies turning home into Don't- restaurant despite I'm- sign above door. <laughs> we just finished the podcast and now you're reading articles. It's a recording. It's all right. I had one here about a strip club is going to shut down after food stamps reportedly used to buy lap dancers and drugs. Oh, fuck. What? They, this is why we can't... Ah, just can't give people money. Um, can, we, can at the end of the episode you do like a um, compilation of Bob and Jane stuff? <laughs> oh, Bob and Jane stuff? Yeah, Bob and, Bob and Jane. Is it Bob and Jane? Is it Bob and Jane? Yeah, Bob and Jane. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Jess. Bob and Jane. Bob has autism. <laughs> Imagine having autism. Bob and Jane. <laughs> Bob and Jane. <laughs> yes! Dr. You can play Mozart on the piano. <laughs> well, I couldn't before. 
I'm gonna stop it. <laughs> That's amazing. Ugh, shit. <laughs>